It's time for X's and O's with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. Hey, what's going on? X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network is underway off a victory against the Carolina Panthers into a game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer joins us for X's and O's provided by U.S. Bank, honoring the Vikings' 60 greatest fans this season. Uh, the Mike, the, the NFL shut down all facilities Monday and Tuesday, so you're scheming the Jags from home. Is adapting kind of second nature for coaches because that's like what you do during games? Yeah, this is a little little different, honestly. You know, we got to try and watch film together from all different places. And, um, you know, and then we, we have to talk to one of the coaches about putting it together on the game plan so we can all see it and, um, you know, and then make tweaks here and there. So it's uh, it's different for sure. Are At you- least in, on game day, we're all – you know, close together. Yeah. Um, are are you are you familiar with the name Land Clark? Land Clark. I am. Yeah, he's your referee this week. He, he's he's going to be the referee this weekend. He's a first year ref. It's the first time he's had one of your games. Uh, how, like, how do you handle that when you have minimal past performances with your team and like somebody new? Yeah, well, it's a, a very high penalty throwing crew. Uh, I think they're uh, third in the league about throwing number of penalties. So, um, you know, we're just going to have to adjust and adapt during the, during the game. But uh, yeah, they do call a lot of penalties. In um in that Carolina game, rough day uh, for the boys up front at at certain stages of the game offensively. But they they kept the pocket nice and clean for cousins at the end of the game and that um uh that's part of the equation too i mean they they came up big at the end yeah that was big the last part of the game uh you know kirk had plenty of time uh we were getting receivers out a uh, chance to get them open and he, he made plays ever um ever had a game as a coach or a coordinator where you had two defensive touchdowns and didn't win No, the percentages of uh, if you score on defense uh, is about eighty-five percent, I think. Yeah. So um, yeah, we 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 beat the odds that time. Yeah, and speaking of defensive touchdowns, hide the women and children with this one on X's and O's. Uh, the Vikings have no defensive touchdowns this season. Uh, no, no chance we we finish with zero defensive touchdowns, right? Shoot, Paul, I hope not. You know, we're trying trying to get a little bit better every week. Yeah, the uh, uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe instruct the uh, corners get out there, jump some routes, do something like that. See what happens. Yeah, they need to start getting some interceptions. They haven't had any yet this year. We've, our linebackers have six, I believe. <laughs> uh, and, and speaking of those corners with Jeff Gladney, uh, with, with his tackling, and and I know it was good at TCU, but like what has improved with his awareness and his tackling in such a hurry? It's just gotten really good. I think the biggest thing, Paul, is uh, the thing where he understands the different combinations of what he's supposed to do in the offense. And then, you know, that kind of uh, quickens up your reaction time. Um, You know, he's a good, tough, tough young kid. And uh, he's starting to see a little bit more, you know, the vision starting to get a little bit wider now. So uh, those are all good. 
What was Dantzler a good tackler in college, and is that coming together with him? None of them were good tacklers in college. <laughs> None of these corners were good tacklers in college. Why? I don't know. Like spread out game. I'm not talking about. Good. I'm not talking about just our guys. I'm talking about all. Yeah, of them. yeah. It's obviously a markedly different game. Um, and and speaking of rookies. Jaguars rookie James Robinson has 194 carries. The next closest running back on their team has seven. So what what kind of offense they're running down there? Well, they are, you know, it's a lot of RPOs. Um, you know, a lot of the RPO stuff open up formations, but they'll they'll get in, they'll have some hardball runs. Um, you know, they've got uh use a lot of tight ends. They'll have three tight ends on the field at sometimes, and then they'll spread them out. Um, you know, the quarterback does a nice job as well. So, um, but yeah, he's a good hard runner from uh, Illinois State. Tight end from Illinois State. Yeah, well, which means you undoubtedly will instruct Kendricks and the rest of the boys to, to not tag Robinson or O'Shaughnessy as hard as they can because Illinois State's your alma mater, right? Well, that is my alma mater, but that's not what I'm going to tell him. No. Yeah, you're 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 up and you're you're trying to win games too. And, oh, wait a second! You were a quarterback at Illinois State. What um, before before you messed up your thumb? What uh, what led you to coaching right. defense? Well, I was actually playing defense when I when I hurt my neck. So after after I hurt my thumb, they moved me to defense, and then I hurt my neck, and uh, I was playing defense at the time. What kind of quarterback were you? Were you Fran Tarkenton-esque or like Marino sit in the pocket, throw it 70 on a dime? <laughs> I was I was a tough competitor and a good leader. How's that? Yeah. You, you ever go up to Kirk and say, look, 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 I've done this at a high level. <laughs> when you start talking about like quarterback play and stuff. Yeah, we don't talk much about that. Yeah, uh, Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. Um, the These Jags have lost 10 in a row. I'd imagine at this stage of the equation, I mean, you don't have to, like, pound into these kids. Hey, they've lost 10 in a row. They're 1-10. in 10. Let's not take anything for granted, right? Well, I think the big thing for us, Paul, this week is uh, – you know, number one, we're trying we're trying to get back to 500. That's the number one important thing. And then secondly, uh, you know, this is all about us playing really good football. Jacksonville has had a lot of games that they've lost by two points, and um, you know they they've been had m- many many chances to win games. So uh, we have to play good football, which we didn't do at times uh, last Sunday, and. Um, you know, and then we gotta we gotta get back to five hundred. That's that's the mission right now. And and with the Jaguars, you know, they allow almost thirty a game. They only have eleven sacks. I'd imagine they're missing first round corner, a guy I'm pretty sure you liked a lot, C.J. Henderson. Yeah, C.J. He was playing earlier in the year. He's a long, long uh, corner that has uh, got good speed. I saw him make a lot of plays when he was playing earlier this year for Jacksonville. Um, now, quarterback Mike Lennon, the only time you played him, Barr walked off, and uh, you won an overtime at Tampa your first year. They, they've used three quarterbacks this season down there. Overall, Cole, Shark, Shark, uh, whatever. What What do you respect about their passing game? 
Well, you know, Jay Gruden's always done a great job with uh, with all the different schemes when he was at Washington and also with in, in Cincinnati. Uh, you know, they they are very uh, they'll get a bunch down the field. They've got a lot of down the field throws. They get in a lot of different formations, quads. You know, they'll put four receivers on one side. They're they're really good with the screens, and then um, you know they've got a lot of three level routes that they work and then uh you know the RPOs come off of it so the quick the quick game so you know we're going to have to defend the whole whole field at, at this stage statistically you have the best rookie receiver in the NFL in Justin Jefferson they took LaVisca Chenault from Colorado in the second round number 10 for the Jags is, is he coming together for them yeah, he's doing a really good job. They use him in a lot of different ways. They'll use him on rockets. They'll put him in the backfield. Um, they'll also line him up, obviously, as a receiver. Um, you know, he's he playing more slot than anything, but he does a really nice job. Tough, um, hard hard runner, uh, good after the catch. You um, uh, you, you let your corners loose a little bit against Carolina, didn't you? I mean, some, some good man coverage against very good receivers. Yeah, um, it's time to grow up a little bit, I guess. Did, did when when they know that's the plan coming up to the game? How excited are they? You know, I don't really. You know, the, the plan changes so much. They have they have to be ready for all the different coverages, and then you know the the game kind of dictates how how it goes. But uh, you know, it was nice to see Danzler make a play on a long ball. Uh, glad he made a play on an over route early in the game. So uh, you know, they need to continue to do those kind of things, and and good things will happen for them. We uh, we get to talk about Tom Brady next week. Doesn't that excite you? <laughs> Hey, Paul, we're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. That's all we're talking about. On to Jacksonville, says Coach Zimmer. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, best of luck this weekend. Thank you uh, thank you for helping us with X's and O's, and uh, we'll chat soon, okay? Okay, Paul, have a good day. Yep, you too. See you, bud. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings on X's and O's, Innovative Office Solutions, and the Vikings have team to spotlight organizations doing good things in the community. Congratulations to Project Success for receiving the In the Community Award. Project Success connects students to their purpose by motivating and inspiring thousands of Minneapolis 6th to 12th grade students dreaming and planning for their futures. On behalf of Innovative Office Solutions and the Minnesota Vikings, all of us say thank you. Vikings wide receivers coach Andrew Janoco works intimately and immediately with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson and BC, who had seven catches for 74 yards against Carolina. Andrew Janoco joins X's and O's around the corner on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network, driven by Palette. The fan. Texas knows on the KFA and Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Your play-by-play guy, Paul Allen, with you. About to be joined by Minnesota Vikings wide receivers coach Andrew Janoco. But it's game day any day. Play the new Vikings scratch game from the Minnesota Lottery with a top prize of $100,000. Are you game? Just say, I'm in. Get details at mnlottery.com. My main man is Andrew Janoco. He's wide receivers coach for the Minnesota Vikings. First year doing that. Six-year coach for the uh, Vikings. And he joins X's and O's now. You you missed the Dallas game in COVID protocol. Uh, I'm, seriously, how difficult was that? 
Uh, Paul, well, first of all, it's great to be here with you and good to see you. You too. Um, yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was tough. You know, you love to be with your guys and you love to be with the team and all the other coaches, everybody you work with every day and guys that you've been working a long time with and you know, put so much time, time in and, and not to get to be there. That, that was difficult and that, that stuck. Um, now w- with you sadly missing that game, your assistant Christian Jones handled the bench during the game. How did you and Christian during the week like get the plan together and 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 talk about how how it goes with the guys on the bench? Uh, I mean, you know, Christian did a great job with that. Um, he handled it. He's you know he's obviously he's a really good young coach. He's somebody that's going to be really good in this profession. Um, you know, we just I was basically in everything in a virtual manner all week. So I really didn't miss anything as far as that was concerned. I, I was there for the planning. I was there for uh, almost for every meeting all week, just in a in a different capacity. I, I couldn't be there by myself, and and so things are in 2020 um, at times. So you know, we just talked, we communicated, and and he did a great job with all that. And what 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 exactly? Well, it's impossible to say exactly, but a wide receivers coach during a game. And most games are tightly contested, especially your guys. And you have really good receivers. So, like, during the game, what do you do with Justin, Adam, BC, Chad? What are you guys looking at? Well, you know, first of all, it's the substitutions and, and how we're going to play the game and how we're managing who's in and out of the game at different times and the different personnel groupings that, that, we're, that we're utilizing. And then, you know, in between series, just taking a look at the pictures and communicating Hey, what are they trying to do, and how can we counter that? What's our plan going forward? Um, trying to give them a, a, a picture of what Gary's uh, going to come up with next, and 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 how we can attack the defense, and how we can be successful different ways based on what we're getting, how that game's going that day, and, and how we can help our team win. You you you've done this like eight years in the NFL. You've been around football for for many many years. When when you walked out, say two hours, two and a half hours before that Panthers game at US Bank Stadium, having missed the last one due to COVID protocol, did you have to catch your breath? Yeah, I did. And um I never want to miss a game again. <laughs> and um so just walking out of the tunnel and uh you know, walking out of that tunnel at gorgeous stadium and and it's different this year because, you know, you're used to having the best home field advantage in the league. And this year, you you, you don't. You have the, the worst. And uh, <laughs> so that was different. But still, just getting to just getting to step on, uh, just getting to step across the line. And that was um, that was that was fun. That was it meant it was meant it was more special. Um, you know, I was FaceTiming with my my dad like I always do. And, um, you know, calling my sister and, and her new little girl and uh, just being able to talk to them. And, they, yeah, it was it was pretty emotional. Everybody loves a good Chad Beebe story. I mean, seriously, you can't make it up. I mean, you, you, you can't make up the fail. And then closing with that victory, which obviously wasn't all him, likewise on the other side. But still, it couldn't happen to a greater kid. I felt so good for him. You always want success for guys that, that work hard, do everything right, um, love football, love preparing to play football. So when, when guys like that have success, it just makes it all the more special. And I, I couldn't have couldn't have had a bigger smile on my face when when uh, 
when he was able to to make that play at the end of the game to to help us win. And and everybody, you know, the majority of people locally and certainly nationally, they're like muffed punt, then one game. But it goes, and you know this, man, because you've been around longer than he's been here. It goes deeper than that with people like Chad. I mean, when when you try out just to make the practice squad and then work your way up to where he is now, I mean, I just I love stories like that, you know. Yeah, and like I said, he's easy to root for because he does everything right, and nothing's been easy for him. He's had to work his way in and work for everything he got. So when something pays off, and it made it even more special because he had a chance to to make a play and and redeem something bad that happened. And it's a football game. Good things happen. Bad things happen in every game. And you know, some you know you make mistakes at times. You're going to make mistakes. You know, when you put yourself out there and put yourself in competition, good things happen, bad things happen, and and it's nice to see when when good things happen to good people. And good things were happening for you guys because you won the game, but likewise for BC Johnson, seven catches, seventy four yards. How has BC handled playing less than last season? You know, he's a pro, and and he's a kid that just comes to work every day. And I know things haven't been easy on him at times. And you just try to encourage a guy, hey, look, something's going to happen. Your time's going to come. Your time's going to come. Your time's going to come. And and it eventually does come. And credit to him because he was ready for when his time came to make plays. Um, you know, he didn't uh, he didn't flinch at all. He was ready to go when his number was called. And and that's 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 what we preach as a group is, hey, when your number's called, it's time to make the play. And that's that's what we strive for. So it was I was really happy to see him have that type of success. Andrew, how badly would you like Justin Jefferson to win offensive rookie of the year? I'm I'm probably speaking for him <laughs> a little bit when I say this. Uh, you know, we that would be awesome. We have some other goals, you know, that we talk about as far as what we're trying to accomplish as a team. And, you know, you feel good anytime somebody is is recognized individually. But we also know that this is this is a team game and this is this is 11 is one. So, you know, that would be great. But I know and I'm taking you know, I'm speaking for him, obviously. But I I think, you know, we as a team have some some bigger things that that we're looking forward to instead. Uh, Gary Kubiak, the offensive coordinator, uh, is on my nine to noon radio show on KFAN weekly. And he recently said a couple of days ago that that you guys are putting more on Justin's plate. So, like, what exactly does that mean? Well, you know, we're just we're asking more out of him. Um, we're asking him to line up in different places. We're asking him to move around a little more. Um, we're asking him to take on different roles, and and it's it's a lot for a rookie player. But he's not a rookie anymore. He's you know we're we're how many games in? He's played a lot of plays, so you know he he works at it. Uh, he works at it mentally. You know he works at it physically. And, you know, so just putting him in the best position for him to be successful and and help our offense, um, just always trying to improve on that and and give him as much as he can handle each week. Uh, Last one, and thank you. Uh, At this stage of the season, 11 games into it, and you guys need to win games for obvious reasons. With your group, I mean, you don't have to, like, pound into them, hey, these guys have lost 10 in a row, but they were just close against Stefanski, and they did this, and they did that. You know, at this stage, that probably doesn't need to be done, right? Uh, 
it's the National Football League. Everybody's really good, and everybody's everybody has a lot of talent. Um, you know, we're going out there to to be the best Vikings team that we can be this week, and you know, we're being the best wide receiver group that we can be this week, and. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, who we're playing. You know, we got to come. We got to bring our juice. We got to come to work, and and we got to get ready to compete against the best athletes in the world. Hey, man, it was great seeing you out there for that Panthers game uh, because I know it meant a lot to you after missing something and COVID protocol. Bless you, buddy, and uh, best of luck against those Jags. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Bye. Take care. Yeah, you got it, man. Andrew Janoco. Wide receivers coach for the Minnesota Vikings. Great uh, conversation with him and uh, Mike Zimmer. And we thank everybody for listening to X's and O's. And we remind you, if you purchase any 20-ounce Pepsi-branded product from Quick Trip with your Quick Rewards card, you enter the Vikings opening drive sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. See store for details. We thank everybody with the Vikings Entertainment Network, Chad Abbott with the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, Mike Zimmer and Andrew Noko, and uh, most importantly, you for listening to the radio show. The Vikings and Jags do battle Sunday at noon, pregame on the network 11, KFAN is 10, and I'm Paul Allen. I'll be there with Ben Lieber, Greg Coleman, and Pete Versich calling the game. Thank you for listening to X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, driven by Polaris.